0: to flame on i am brian i am here with some amazing creators of comic books that i love and i think you guys are gonna love it too we have on the skype line we have dan parent hello and we have fernando ruiz hi now you guys may you guys are listeners i should clarify because we're talking you listeners may have seen their work before in such places as, as a boom image Uh, dark Horse in the professional world and of course if you're a big archie fan you've seen their work all over archie comics for what the last i don't know 20 years or so
2: yeah it's been 28 for me 21 for me
0: oh so there you go so if you if you've ever seen an archie comic either in the grocery store or in your comic book store you have seen their work even if you didn't know it uh thank you guys so much for being here
2: oh my pleasure Thanks for having
0: us. Absolutely. Um, so longtime listeners know that uh, we've talked to Dan before back uh, probably about almost two years ago now um, mm-hmm. about Kevin Keller, which is an Archie character that is near and dear to our gay uh, listeners' hearts, being like the openly gay Archie character, which is so awesome. Um, but today we're really going to focus on a new project you guys are doing together that is outside of the Archie brand uh, called Die Kitty Die. Mm-hmm. And I I would love to start with this. Just what made you guys decide to start uh, an independent outside of any other studio? What made you decide to strike out on your own and do this project?
2: Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, a big part of it was we wanted to do something together, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, really the, the best avenue for that is to create it yourself
3: yeah',
2: yeah. Is it, you know we, we're doing it ourselves, so there's no restrictions no no editorial interference um you know it's just us so it's it's doing a project we always wanted to do, mm-hmm. and uh just working uh, together on it
1: yeah we're like splitting up the art and the story and and it's you know we have total freedom, which is really nice and <laughs> we're bringing in um you know like different friends of ours and artists you know to work with us people that we think that could contribute to the project. And, you know, we just, you know, in the last few months, we, we wrote up a, um, a storyline and we wrote the first issue and we, you know, we drew enough pages to, to show people what it's about. And, um, you know, of course, you know, we, we put it, we do what we're doing through Kickstarter, which is the place to go now to, to start new projects.
0: Yeah. I wanted and, to ask you about that. Mm, um, sure. with, with Kickstarter, uh, and we will get to talking about the actual project itself like i'm not sure. i have this method to my madness. um did you guys have any trepidation about doing kickstarter or any like encouragement after i know archie tried to do that kickstarter for their relaunch but <laughs> did that play into your plans at all did that change your plans at all how did that affect you guys
1: well the kickstarter archie's kickstarter didn't really have much to do with ours i mean we we I mean, we were. I think you know, you're you're always a little nervous before you start a Kickstarter because it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work in building the site, and a lot of work in building your rewards, and you you really have to think everything through financially. And fortunately, we had um, help with um, with the project from Giselle Lagasse, who does um, Menage a Trois, this this really great um, webcomic. So she has been really right there with us. Um, helping us and, and showing us how to like map out rewards. And um, fortunately, you know, we, you know, she, you know, she's through her trial and error. We've been able to, you know, learn from her and her, her Kickstarter campaign was fantastic. I mean, she, um, you know, they, they launched their campaign earlier this year and I think they, they were, you know, their goal was about like 25,000 or 28,000, something like that. And they went up to like 164 grand. I mean, oh, wow. she just did fantastic.
2: And I was always, um, you know, I, I was always hoping for the best. You know, you, you you hope you you can succeed when you start out something like this. But um, back to the original question, I was pretty sure we could do it better than Archie did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, certainly uh, there have been many Kickstarter successes um, uh, I've, that I've followed in the comic sphere. Uh, and, you know, some have been a little controversial because at For whatever reason, the creators decided, no, we're not going to fund the deliverable. We're going to fund the idea of the project, and we're going to develop the project. When you guys went into this, I mean, I assume you probably learned from some of those lessons and went, you know what? We've done that. We're working on that a lot already. What we need to fund and really use as the launching pad is the publishing costs, which are exorbitant. So, I mean, where did you guys balance that? I guess uh, tipping point, or where did you put that line where you're like, okay, we're going to do this much just on our own, and then now we're going to use the, the Kickstarter platform to get the rest of the way.
1: Well, we we you know had the the, the storyline pretty much mapped out. Unfortunately, with Fernando and I, you know, we can write and draw and, and do a lot of the and I you know we can do a lot of the digital stuff ourselves. You know, at, we don't have to hire other people. Um, but you know, we, we, we really spelled out clearly, you know, um, what the money is being spent on at, at the, the level that we're at, which is 25,000, uh, to launch the project. It, it's, it's enough money to print the books we need to print, do all the rewards and pay the people who are helping us. Um, uh, we're not paying ourselves at this point, you know, we'll, we'll pay ourselves later on down the road. Um. But th- this this is a, this is a, a an amount um, that will, will give us the time and the money to to, to launch it properly, and we've allowed ourselves. we, we you know, we really put a lot into it. We, the, the books will come out on time. Um, they will. Uh, the rewards will go out on time, and um, we think we, we you know we we uh, you know Brinette and I have got a pretty good track record of deadlines with our deadlines. So. Um, we, we, it's, it's all very feasible. And, um, you know, we went over a few things and there was a few things, you know, like, like Giselle helped us with, like, um, you know, it's, Oh, you shouldn't do this. You should, you know, focus on this. You know, make sure you add in your shipping costs because that alone can kill you. If you don't calculate your shipping costs properly. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we think we, you know, we've got a pretty clear um,
2: estimate and vision for how the money is going to be spent. We, we did make a, Twenty five thousand may sound like a lot to, to some people, but when you take into account all the expenses that are are going into this, because we're we're doing four issues and, and a trade, um, uh, you know that it it really isn't a lot of money to play with. But uh, above all else, you know the, the first rule of Kickstarter is make your goal attainable. Yes. Yeah. Right? So we wanted a figure that we we were pretty confident that we could hit. Um, But, you know, honestly, you know, I'm I'm very surprised we we got as far as we did in in such a short amount of time. Uh, That's really gratifying. You know, a lot of people have really been with us. So that's uh, that's we're very appreciative of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, I was saying earlier when I when I got in there today, because you know I had heard about it obviously from Dan pretty much when it launched, and when I when I finally got around to backing it, which is I think what happens a lot of times, it's like, oh yeah, I gotta do that, I gotta do that, and then the clock is ticking, and you go, oh gosh, I gotta remember to sit down and and put my credit card in. so i finally yeah did we have it.
1: to re, we have had to remind a few people like well <laughs> we might want to donate before we hit our goal well yeah i mean <laughs> that's so, like, that's so the I key was, point is to hit the goal
0: i was thrilled to see you guys i think are what like 75 almost 80 percent funded
1: oh we're 90 95
0: oh, even yeah. better there you go i yeah. mean so and yeah. you guys have been out for what a week a week. At this yeah, time. A week
2: today. A week today.
0: Yeah, when we record, and it's actually going to be really close, we're going to we're gonna be releasing on a Friday, as we always do, and so this is actually just the Monday before. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. awesome, and you guys gave yourself – I think you really found that right balance, um, like you were saying, to make your goal attainable. Now, I want to talk about the project itself because it is very interesting, and your guys – your art is so iconic and has so many connotations. First, before we get into anything like that, um, what was the elevator pitch or what was the thing that you, the, the genesis of this idea to make Die Kitty Die?
1: Well, I mean, the, the first thing we had talked about was, uh, you know, we, we are f- comic book fans and we, you know, are fans of the industry and, you know, we talk about what things are happening in comics in general. And, you know, there's this, you know, a lot of the, the industry has changed in a lot of ways where companies, you know, there's a, there's a lot more stunts nowadays. They kill off characters. Um, there's these multi-part epics that, you know, you have to buy like 40 issues to read a one story. Um, so we, we kind of go back to the old school of, you know, when comic books were just kind of fun and simple. Um, but we were talking about the, the, the we like the idea of, of, you know, a comic book character being killed off or a company doing that. So we just took it to the next level and, um, you know, the story is about, you know, this, this. Character Kitty, whose books aren't selling anymore, and she's like a decades-long character, and the char- the company wants to kill her off. So the trouble is, is, um, you know, how do you kill a witch? Is the character Kitty is a witch? She's and,
2: a witch in real life as well. In as real it? life,
1: because in our in our world, Kitty is a real character. So the the comic characters in our story are also real. They also exist amongst the uh, the other people.
0: And so this, like, so so this was the sort of the, the starting point with your styles. I mean, the title alone to me evokes uh, mm-hmm. faster kitty. Is it faster Pussycat Kill kill. So like, <laughs> yep. is there an aesthetic that you're like, or or even like a I don't know a a, a reference, or is there any kind of thing that you're sort of drawing from, or is it just sort of an odd happy coincidence?
1: Well, I think we're kind of like doing, you know, we're kind of looking at what we like in comics. And you know the fun part of the of the of this kitty universe is she's part of a comic book company that's been producing comics for years, but hers is like the only one left. So we go back and we 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 go through the history of all the characters that they they've produced over the years. So you'll see like little references to like you know some superhero stuff and Harvey Comics, and we're just kind of taking in you know we'll make up our own superheroes, and we can pretty much just create any character we want and. And we could also like decide whether you know which characters are going to try and off Kitty, which characters are going to try and side with her, um, and then we could like go back and make up stories about the whole the whole world, the whole universe that, so, that exists for um, the Kitty comics.
0: Do you see this as a sort of a satire then, or is it more like just a playful pastiche with these other sort of? Uh... Not properties, because I'm sure you're not showing, you know, whatever. But like, is it meant to sort of evoke those uh, fond memories of that kind of thing, or are you are you sort of turning it on its head and sort of doing that, you know, satire uh, of of such a, you know, whatever character? I mean, what what how? Where's the I guess where's the line there with like satire versus uh, reverently honoring?
2: <laughs> hmm. Well,
1: well, I think it's part satire, and I think it's it's part honoring what we like in comics and and then part of it's you know we a little bit of an adventure story um and 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 a lot of comedy too you know we're not taking it so seriously um but we're just i guess it's like a kind of like a a little bit of a mishmash of a lot of
2: that yeah there's definite homages to a lot of the stuff that we like will will pop up in in the story You'll see some familiar themes, but um, you know it's its own story, and it is like Dan said, it's it's adventure with with humor, lots of humor, uh, and it's a sexy story too, because Kitty is hot.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> now I did want to talk about that because uh, you know Dan posts you know religiously uh, anytime he goes to a show, he posts the the awesome sketches that he does, and a lot of people really like that that classic sort of pinup uh sort of look with the hourglass figure and the, the 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 sort of heaving chest uh female form and like when i was seeing this art come out for die kitty die it evoked that same imagery that i'm you know I've, i i'm a fan of certainly even as a gay man i'm a huge fan of that you know sort of aesthetic um i didn't know how much that was playing into this sort of idea of kitty if she is sort of a a pin but i mean it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing
2: yeah I think that was there from the beginning i think it was one of the the, the first things we agreed upon <laughs> right right yeah
1: kitty's kitty's gotta be you know a knockout and um you know we kind of you know we were, we were we kind of were talking about like you know uh what we liked as a model and we you know i guess there's like a little bit of Anne margaret yeah and there's a little bit of like um well a lot of christina hendrix
0: oh very <laughs> she, good
1: she, she she popped up a lot and um <laughs> So, so yeah, and and that's you know it's it, you, you want to have eye-catching characters, and I think we're just kind of kicking it up a notch from um, what we do at Archie because obviously, if you've seen Kitty so far, she's a little more um, rounded out, so to say, yeah. <laughs> fleshed out than um, some of those, like the Archie <laughs> characters because the Archie characters are teenagers. You can only you know you you, know, you can only do so much. So-
0: I got to ask this cuz I mean this certainly is something I'm sure you've you've had people either say or ask or whatever. It it almost seems like that the origin of Kitty comes out of your experiences at Archie and sort of like maybe some of the frustrations you guys might have that working with a character like Josie from the you know, Josie and the Pussycats or um Sabrina that you can only go so far with those characters and this is like Hey, let's do this thing where we don't have that constraint. We can tell whatever story we want with those kind of archetypes.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, yeah, you, you summed it up pretty well. There are, you know, limitations, and, you know, and even though, you know, I love, you know, doing working on Archie stuff, this, you know, she's an adult character. So, first of all, you know, you can do a lot more with a character who's over 21.
2: And, um,
1: yeah, we, we have total freedom. The total freedom to do what we want with all these characters.
2: That goes back to what we were saying before about, you know, why we wanted to do this ourselves, you know, and, and what, why, you know, it, it it, we can do whatever we want, you know, we don't have to hold back as far as, you know, anything like, uh, the sexiness of the character or, you know, anything she might do or say.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, uh, it's nice to have that, familiar iconography and sort of that that feel of things that we're used to and especially if you know a lot of the 60s and sort of the swinging era aesthetic like that was an adult aesthetic that sort of got turned more into a cartoonish thing I remember like album art from like Esquivel and some other artists and they they went for that sort of look oh yeah like like, that was an adult thing it wasn't a kid's thing but the the sort of the cartoon culture got appropriate I mean the fact that Pink Panther movies had like cartoon openings, those were adult movies. They weren't kids movies, right. <laughs> but yeah. it got appropriated by like children's entertainment. And that became like, now people watch cartoons. I think it's not an adult thing. Although I think adult swim and other things are bringing that back around. But, um, mm-hmm. so let me ask you this, um, with this work, this project, I know you're, you're, you're publishing like entity as an atomic press. So atomic
1: comic. About- I'm sorry. Um,
0: Astro Comics. Astro Comics. Sorry about that. Yeah. The, I right. remember the logo and it was really that awesome retro uh I forget it was like a rocket ship or like a space it's like age. A, it's,
1: like a,
0: it's like a like a robot. Oh, like a robot. robot. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like but yeah. that classic, you know, retro sixties <laughs> era sort of thing. Now, do uh-huh. you guys envision this as sort of a new brand that you can bring other creators too, or this will be your thing to sort of use for future projects or is it just sort of a thing to have there as a placeholder like where where do you see this sort of going
1: um i mean all of the above i mean it 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 would be great if we this is is the beginning of doing our own books but you know i wouldn't be averse to um doing other books that you know even if we weren't you know directly you know drawing or writing it You know, you never know. You never know. I mean, we certainly aren't. We, there's no shortage of ideas, and um, you know, I've worked on other. I've had like you know, talked to other people about um, pitches for books, and um, it's just a matter of where to bring it to get published. But if you know, if we're publishing our own,
2: then that, that, that's that's one shortcut. It's great if we could keep this going and do you know more kitty stories and you know, other projects that we both have wanted to do. Um, and, you know, like you said, we could bring other people. We, we have a bunch of creative friends who who also have ideas for projects. So it would be great if, if we could just keep uh, Astro Comics going, yeah. its own label.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I know on the Kickstarter, you mentioned a couple artists that have already signed on to do pinups or, mm-hmm. uh, in one case, the cover. Uh I know for a fact and this comes maybe out of Dan's relationship I know you work with uh with Jay Bone uh previously. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and then for the cover I was thrilled and it makes so much sense to see Darwin Cook signing on. That's that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean that was that was a real thrill. Um you know I I mean he's he's like my top like my top two or three artists that work in comics. And um with him, I um, I just uh, I've, I've known him for probably probably close to a decade now, and um, I just uh, you know I just see him at conventions. He's 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 an Archie fan. His wife's a big Archie fan, um, so that helps. And we just had like a friendship that goes back and forth. So I just sent him a letter, not expecting him to really have the time or <laughs> wanting to do this, but. He wrote back to me, and he said, yeah, because he, he'd be happy to do the cover to the trade. So that worked out really well, um, and so we just jumped right on that.
0: And who, who are the other artists that I uh, I can't remember off the top? Of I know you had a couple others um, that have signed on.
1: Well, Giselle Legasse, who does Menage 3, mm-hmm. Menage 3, um 3, she's going to be doing some stuff for us. We did some stuff for her on her Kickstarter, and she's um, going to be doing – she already did a really, really, really nice um, – pin uh, pinup that will probably be a print. And um, if we um, keep, keep continuing on, because we we do want to keep the Kickstarter, we want to keep the funds going so we can add more and more things to the book. Um, she'll do a story. Um, then we got Jason Bone, Jay Bone, who has done the inks, and he's doing artwork too, pinups. So and he wants to do, we, we, he's going to do some fashion pages, which I'm sure will be really cool. Um, because comics need more fashion pages. They don't have <laughs> that anymore. Don't. And and then we got Phil Phil Jimenez is going to do something. That's right. And um, Glenn Hansen. Oh, nice. Who um, he's working on two things. He told me. So waiting for just for him to unveil one, but he's working. He's going to do um a new kitty and a retro kitty. Oh, neat. So yeah, and then you know, and then we may add um a few more. Yeah, it's so it's great that people who are really you know well known in the industry, um, you know, come out and, and want to be part of
0: it. Now, do you guys – I know – so both of you are Kubert are school graduates, and, I, and if I'm not wrong, both of you have or are currently teaching at cooper uh, off and on?
2: Fernando yeah.
0: does. Oh, Fernando yeah. does. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Dan's um, taught there before, too. I
1: did, yeah. With that – I, I don't have the teaching chops that Fernando has.
0: Uh, <laughs> with that sort of uh, – I, I would hope certainly, though, with the, the – the, obviously the fraternity of sorts that comes out of being from the cubit school, but also being a, you know, an occasional or active instructor, you probably have a lot of like uh networking with the up and coming artists who are still coming out of there. I mean, have you been able to sort of work any of that relationship out or is that just something that you, you graduate there and you're all in the, in- they're in the industry. It's, you're going to see them, you're going to talk to them. You're going to know about their work. I mean, how much has that helped you uh, sort of develop this out?
2: Oh, tremendously. Um, like a, a you know when you're when you're a QB from the Cubert school, you know you're part of a, of a pretty tight community. Um, you know we, generations of students they they all they're always interacting it, It's a small industry still this, you know despite all the years um, i have I've, you know I've been teaching at the school now this is my twentieth year, so i've had a, I've had have a bunch of a ton of students all out there across the industry. Um, and a lot of them have, have pledged, and I'm very grateful for that. They, they've been really good that way. Um, and a lot of them, you know, this past weekend I was at a convention uh, with a bunch of the students. And they, uh, a lot of them were giving me uh, their own fan art for Kitty. So that was great. Um, I'll be posting that soon. And, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, talent there that we could draw on, too, you know, if we need – uh, colorists and and anything else letterers and anything else you know those guys they better know how to put it together a comic book by now yeah
0: now doing it all yourself like that is a, it's like you said it's a huge undertaking but it's also liberating you've talked about how you guys are sort of swapping i guess story and, and art are you going to do like one artist per book or different like split up one i'm sorry issue split up uh, pages and then like just share writing or do you guys do sort of like a swapping marvel style like how do you guys collaborate to to put these together
1: well on the first issue we sort of just kind of did it by chapter we did it like i did the first part and we just kind of split it up randomly but we don't really have a i guess this is whatever we feel like doing um,
2: yeah, for, for the most part i think um I like the, the the chapter format, kind of like the old uh, Lee and Kirby Fantastic Wars or or like some of the longer Harvey stories. Mm. Um, and the chapter format really lets us divide the the work fairly evenly. Uh, we both wrote the script for the first issue, and um, you know, with with chapters, we can divide the art chores evenly. You know, we're we're each doing ten pages in the first issue.
1: Mm-hmm yeah, but the stories are twenty pages per issue. So if we've got eighty pages total. That's four issues. and so, then, it'll probably be about a hundred pages altogether when you add in all the extras the extra pinups and pages. so it's roughly, roughly probably roughly a hundred pages no, which is why which is why when you say twenty five thousand sounds like a lot, but when you're at, when it's a hundred pages of art, it's newly being created. It's yeah, so, yeah, not that much.
0: <laughs> I, I think people in the industry are so isolated from the cost of the production. Because all they most your comic careers only see the sticker price on the issue. They don't even they don't even know any of the creators' page rates or the production costs or anything else. So it's it's all very sort of abstracted and hidden. So right. yeah, I, I know that other Kickstarter projects have had to sort of explain the 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 economy or the economics of production so that people go, oh okay, this is why it costs you know X. Uh, but what I did like yeah. about your Kickstarter specifically. I mean, whether it was you guys just instinct or your your people advising you, you hit all the right price points. I mean, you always want to have those PDF digital distribution, which you know ultimately it's no production cost; it's just your time, you know, and 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 that cost. But then, you know, all the way up to I, my favorite was for the for the elite angel investors out there. You got your thousand dollar day at New York <laughs> Comic Con.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, we uh, already... came up with that one ourselves. Actually, <laughs> we did. I, it's just, I mean, this is awesome. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, no, I was just say that having been now to New York Comic Con twice, like a day with you guys running around to all the stuff that you guys yeah. do, in addition to hanging out, like that's that's a that's a pretty great package. That's that's a lot of fun.
1: And you get all the other stuff that comes before it. That's
0: yeah, <laughs> and that's a huge you thing see, like, too.
1: You get artwork and books and all that prints and all the other stuff too. So yeah, it's we, we think it's a good. You know, we think the rewards are pretty good. Um, you know, we try to give people with you know a good amount for their money. Um, you know, as from having you know pur- purchased into Kickstarters before too. You know, you you gotta you gotta um, make it worth people's money. Make it worth their time and money.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's it's one of those things where you never know if you're gonna get a lot of cheap people who just wanna get like the <laughs> issue or whatever, or you're gonna get people who really want those unique individual personalized things. I, I bought into a Kickstarter from a friend of mine over at Comic Book Bears, and you know, I'm just trying to support him. I was like, Yeah, I'll do yeah, of course. But like yeah, you know, one of his levels was writing a character or you know, drawing a character of of the person of your of the backer into the thing. And I was like, you know what? I was gonna give you money anyway. Sure, go for it. Like you see all that variety of stuff, and it's that's what makes Kickstarter such a great platform. I think for arts type projects, is you can you can really tailor it to a lot of different levels of um, customers.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, and they've been all over the map too. I mean, we you know we've sold I think that we we sold a lot of like hundred dollar packages. This seems to be a big number, and you know for that amount they get you know original sketches, a commission. Books, art cards, prints—I mean, it's 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 quite a bit. We'll be we're gonna be very busy this winter um, <laughs> packaging this stuff up.
0: Yeah, right. No, I that's the that is a good price point, point. and you know with the holidays right around the corner, it's a great gift. You know, I mean, a,
1: oh yeah, that's we're, we'll be pushing that very soon. The whole holiday.
0: <laughs> so now I have to dip into to your so that's coming, and and you guys are thinking what like mid to late next year? Is that when the target releases?
2: No, earlier than now. Oh,
0: earlier.
1: Well, yeah. the, the PDFs will start coming out in February.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: And then, you know, we're talking like, you know, like pretty much close to monthly, you know, through the spring, you know, February, March, April, May, what, you know, around like that. And then the trade, um, we'd like to have that out by by July.
0: Oh, wow, that's great.
1: Maybe even June, because it'd, it'd be nice to be, We want to really have it for uh, like Comic Con.
0: Of course, of course. Um, now, given that's coming out, and you guys, are, I'm sure, hot and heavy on that back to the Archie realm that you guys, I mean, certainly everyone hopefully knows of you there. What do you guys have coming up? I know Dan, we talked a little bit at New York comic con about some of the stuff with Kevin. Uh Is that any closer to coming out or is that still sort of hanging out in the back? It's, it's, it's
1: just sort of like, it's still kind of just there. (laughs) I'm just trying to like get a a date from them, you know, about committing to it. And, um, like the art's done. Jason and I've done the first book. Um, but you know, it's just a matter of sort of just like waiting and figuring out what, what they're going to do with it. Okay. And, um, so it, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, it's, that's why we're kind of why, you know, one of the reasons we're doing Kitty, um, this is sort of fill in the void. Um, they have it, something to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and not, not that there's not, we're still working on the classic stuff at Archie. There's, you know, it's still work there, but, um, the 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 timing is really good for this because, and you know we're working on the classic stuff but um this is just sort of just another you know really creative outlet for us to really you know really go crazy
0: certainly you've had projects with Archie you know, up till recently like with the Sharknado and then mm-hmm. Fernando with the Predator stuff like those kind of projects they seem like they kind of let you go a little further with Archie than they had previously done much with but. Uh, <laughs> I get the impression I'm hearing I'm feeling that there's still with their relaunch with their focus on like you know the new Archie relaunch and the Jughead and all the other stuff that it, it it may not have as many of those sort of more classic things in the pipeline unless it is just in that digest format is that is that kind of a fair assessment or
1: well pretty much there's you know the classic the classic Archie is now um in the digests, only like, you're not going to see any more 32 page books um, in the classic style unless they you know a couple years down the road decide to do that but right now they're focused on 32 pagers with the new style so that limits us because you know as far as doing any like you know 32 page mini series um you know and we could do some cool stuff in the digest books but um, unless there's another, you know, like another predator type of thing or a Sharnado, um, or another Archie meets, you know, some other thing. Um, <laughs> it, it won't be in the thirties too. So I think, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. This is a 32 page format basically. So it's, I really like that format.
0: It gives you enough room to really tell the whole story, but also even break it up. Like you said, into that chapter format. Is that kind of uh-huh. how you,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, so, so, yeah, and I just i, I just I, I just think it's a good format. I think I like the idea of you know four book issues. I like the idea of them being put together in a trade uh, It's nice to be able to plan it all out ahead of time, so it won't be just like four random issues thrown into a trade. It's really like one long cohesive story too
0: and then so so that's kind of where Dan and Fernando, what do you have in the pipeline, or do you have anything other than Kitty, or are you sort of doing more classic stuff?
2: No, I'm still doing uh, the classic stuff that, that's the new classic Archie stuff that's appearing in the digest. Uh, I'm doing a lot of those, uh, doing a lot of covers. Um, I'm also doing uh, artwork for Giselle, who's been our patron saint throughout all this, um, for, her, uh, for her Eerie Cuties uh, webcomic. So that, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to be doing that. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've done some artwork already as part of her uh, Kickstarter, um, but now she, you know, we're continuing it. she's given me more stories, so I'm doing that.
0: That's great. And where where can they find that? I that's uh I'll put it in the show notes as well. But what's the uh the the eerie cuties and the 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 threesome one? Well, uh, it's, all,
1: it's all under Pixie Tricks Comics. Pixie right? Tricks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pixie Tricks. P i x i e t r i x. Okay. Yep. Great. And then Dan. During- um,
0: they can find mm-hmm. your stuff uh, at what, damparent.com? Is that right? Damparent.com. Um, I'm
1: doing stuff for, uh, I'll be doing some stuff for Pixie Tricks too. Okay. I'm going to be working on some stories for her too. So, um, so yeah, damparent.com. And of course, you know, we, we also have now we've got a Die Kitty Die website. Um, Fernando, you got your website.
2: Yeah. Ruiz everybody.com. Um, and everyone, make sure you friend Die Kitty Die on Facebook. Oh, Follows yeah. There.
1: Yeah, we've had a lot of following on. Yeah, we've, the, the Facebook page has gotten a lot of traction. And of course, you know, go to Kickstarter and, you know, search die kitty
0: die (laughs) yeah and it's super easy to find it's very easy to find yeah there's nothing else like it in terms of just the (laughs) search term which is great too because it makes it unique yeah i've i've had no problem getting other people signing on for this i mean everyone's really excited about this project i think i think they really are looking forward to seeing something fun and a little more adult i mean you know it doesn't have to be crazy but uh, but something you know more than what you know that you've been able to do uh, so far in in the Archie confines, so I'm I'm this is great.
1: Yeah, it gives us a lot of freedom, and like you said, it's it, it's a little more adult. I mean, it's not we're not going crazy, but you know, if, if you know if one of the characters wants to say shit, they can say it. And we don't have <laughs> to worry, and you know, <laughs> you can have a little you know subtle nudity, you know, but you know, it, it's just a, a, it, it's a little more. It's 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 not it's, it's a book that teenagers or young people could still enjoy, but it, I would I would say it's not you know for like
0: seven or eight year olds. <laughs> Just don't put out in the, uh, the kids section, uh, local retailers and you should be good. You should be good. It's not going to be like with, sex criminals or anything books. where, right. you know, you have to really keep it on the top shelf. I think. <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting down. I'm really, like I said, I'm really excited. I mean, I backed it. I know a few other of my, uh, my comic book podcast types are all excited about this. So thank you guys yeah, thank so much. So and much. congratulations on, I mean, what is assured is going to be a successful project and that I know is not a guarantee in this world. So congratulations in advance.
2: Thank you. Very excited. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much.
3: Thanks for listening to flame on a podcast made possible by powder milk biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to Nerdy Show. Com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out FlameOnShow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear.